0: Hey friends, welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. The podcast is all about encouraging women in their walks with Jesus. Each week, I get to chat with a friend who has a story to tell, a dream that she's pursuing, or a passion to share with you. This is episode 52. I get to chat with my friend Tracy. Tracy and I have known each other just a short period of time, but in that time I have heard her story, and y'all, it is amazing. Early in her marriage, Tracy found out that her husband, Dwight, had a secret addiction to gambling. There is so much more to this story that you will have to hear in the episode, but you will find out how Tracy dealt with the betrayal, the lies, but in this episode, you will hear God's beautiful redemption in their story. So here's my conversation with Tracy. Okay, so welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Thank you. Let's talk about how we met. Okay. Okay, so mom said that there was this adorable, cute girl that came down to the office at the church where she was working, and she said she, her name's Tracy, and the first time I met you was in mom's office, and you were hilarious. I don't know what you said, but it was like snarky, but it was funny, and I was like, I love her. Aww, I need <laughs> to know her. But anyway, so that's the first time I remember meeting you. Just like a few months ago. Like, not long. long Yeah, so anyway. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you. Yes, Thanks, and man. I like the lipstick that Mom gave you to put with your dress. She came in today, y'all, with a coral dress. It's gorgeous. It's te- definitely her color. And Mom, of course, my mom. If y'all know my mom, y'all know Candy, um, she gave her, she said, you know, if you had some lipstick with that, that would match. Let me go dig in my samples. And she went and got her some.
1: She did. So I am wearing <laughs> her coral lipstick from Avon. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, you look fabulous. Thank so. you, Lynn. Okay,
0: so let's kind of hear a little bit. Will you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: All right. My name is Tracy, and I've been married to Dwight now 30 years. Uh, We have one son, one child. He's 28 years old. He's married. I call her my um, daughter-in-love, Kate. Mm. They live in Savannah, Georgia. Oh. Yeah, that's it's fun beautiful. it's beautiful over it there do
0: you get to visit often? yes we do okay.
1: and we just it's gorgeous over there yeah. So we never tire of going over there of course yeah my babies are over uh, there yeah. yeah 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 okay do they have kids yet not yet not yet okay so no pressure those two are still my babies
0: those are your babies okay yes. I didn't know if grandbabies are. Right. no okay no good that's awesome okay so tell me a little bit about how you and Dwight met
1: well, we met at Danvers yes. in Jackson, Mississippi. We were both working, and I remember one of the girls there, she said, "Guess, Look at that guy, and guess how old he is. And I looked, and I was like, Oh, he's probably 18 and goes to Ole Miss. And he was actually younger than I am. Okay. And so was not going to Ole Miss, and so we just kind of started. Okay. An Daddy. interest in one another and started okay. dating. And we dated off and on for seven years. Okay. And right. my dad, one time he called and my father said, Pochance is on the phone. Now, this is the time when we had landlines. And okay, he, right. And so he said, Pochance was on the phone. So I went to the phone and answered it. And we talked, it was Dwight. So okay. I turned off the phone with Dwight. I went to Daddy. I'm like, Daddy, why did you call Dwight Pochance? He's like, he's got a Pochance-a-Mary in you. <sighs> so,
0: so that was
1: Dwight's name until we got married. That is hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so
0: when you were at Danvers, were you working at Danvers? Yes. We both were working at <gasps>
1: okay, Danvers. So neat. we were sparking
0: at Danvers. I lo- <laughs> love it. Yay. My um mother-in-law and Jim's dad, father in law, um, he's passed away, but they met us on it. Oh, wow. So yeah, but she worked there, he didn't. But yeah. That's neat. Danvers, oh, yeah. love it. Okay, so y'all met and then y'all dated on and off for seven mm-hmm. years. And y'all, he asked you to marry him. That is correct. And then y'all get married. You
1: get married. Okay.
0: So how was married life, right? Like honeymoon, right after honeymoon,
1: how was married oh, life? Oh, it was great. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like Walt Disney World, you yeah. know? When yeah. he, Walt Disney has decided that... Everything was going to be, it was just, we were going to live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. We had our, 50, our, well, it was 1,100 square foot home that we had purchased, and mm-hmm. everything was just lovely. Mm-hmm. And then Dwight took a job up here in Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. so we moved up here. And about that time, I found out I was pregnant. Okay. So, that And was... y'all had been married
0: how long at that point? Two about years?
1: 15, yeah, no, 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 because oh. Jared was actually born... A week before we, our two-year anniversary. Okay. Okay. So we so were this is just, really new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we moved up here and really didn't know anybody up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was fortunate that I didn't have to work when I first had Jared. Yeah. Okay. So All right. That helped a lot.
0: Okay. So you have Jared, and um, how old was he when you realized, or did you realize there were any problems in your marriage at first?
1: Did not realize there was any problems in our marriage at first. It was Jared was two years old, and Dwight had told me he was going to a business dinner, and he told me the people that he was going to dinner with. And during the course of the night, one of those guys called me wanting to know where you know if he could talk to Dwight. Oh wow! And I said, Well, no, Dwight's with you. And he said, Well, Mm. no, he's not. So I'm thinking. I hung up the phone, and I thought, well, Dwight's having an affair. Right. So, you know how you see it on television? They go, and they pack the guy's clothes and throw mm-hmm. him out on the mm-hmm. front steps. Well, mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but I mm-hmm. did that. And finally, I thought, I, he owes me an explanation of what's going on. So I pulled mm-hmm. some of his stuff in, and mm-hmm. when he came home, I asked him where he was, and um, he knew something was up. Mm. So he told me that it was not another woman, but it was gambling. He was a compulsive gambler. Mm. And I had no exposure to that before. I mean, Kenny Rogers, the gambler, was the only thing I'd ever known about gambling. (laughs) Right. So, but looking back on it, Dwight's dad had passed away when Jared was, goodness, um, he was probably about 12 months old, maybe a little over Mm. a year, and... At his funeral, after his funeral, I saw a little piece of paper in Dwight's jacket. And I had, I mean, it was just, it had numbers written on it, and I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was. And Dwight, I asked him about it, and he said, well, that was, he was get, doing a little betting on the side. Yeah. And I confronted him with it at that point and said, you know, we don't need to do that. Right. And he said he was not going to do it. And, I mean, I grew up with a normal, typical family, and your father always did what was best for the family. Mm-hmm. And so when Dwight told me he would quit, I believed him. Sure. But he did not. So Mm. he kept on. So
0: Okay, so where would I mean I'm just trying to think, okay, in Memphis, where would he go? Did he go to Tunica? I mean would he drive down? I mean I'm just trying to it wasn't a a thing.
1: He his thing was sports betting. Okay. So he had a bookie. Gotcha. So he would just call him up and he Mm. would bet and he was betting on if it were Football, basketball, mm. baseball—you know—and mm. then at certain times, you know, some of the sports might overlap, and then you'd be betting on all of them. And of course, oh. he didn't realize he wasn't good, <laughs> so gotcha. we were in debt
0: mm. And in serious debt, in serious debt, serious debt. And at this point, when you realized it the first time, your son was two, mm-hmm. and then you—is that when you talked to him and said you just really need to stop, or was that at the funeral? That a long was at time the ago. funeral that okay. when I
1: saw that you need to stop. We don't okay. need to be doing this. Okay. And then I would love to say I was gracious when I found out what was going on, but I was in shock really at first because I didn't understand mm-hmm. the, the depth of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was just over the next couple weeks and months that I kind of found out. But Dwight, when you're a gambler or when you have an addiction, it really doesn't matter what it is, your thing is to lie. Mm. And so you're always lying to cover up a lie, mm. and so the lie just snowballs, just like you always, you know, your mom always would tell you if you tell one lie, it just snowballs. Yeah. Well, that's what he was doing. So communication was not what it would have normally mm. been mm-hmm. because he was fearful if he said something, he'd would, be caught.
0: He'd be caught in his lie. Right. So what? I mean, what are the emotions you're going through when you first you see it and in, in the the coat pocket of at the funeral, and so you're like, okay, stop, and then you realize when your baby's two, it's not stopping, right? And it's a huge amount of debt. How are you feeling at that? I mean, how are you? How are you feeling in that moment?
1: Well, I was hurt mm. that Walt Disney. Happily ever after bubble just burst, mm. and which it never should have been there because marriage mm. is not right. You get married and you live happily ever after, mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster.
0: But we all think that yeah. we, when we get married, we all right. think it's going to be Walt Disney World, and then the exactly. first minute of trouble, you're like, Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. This isn't Cinderella anymore. That's Wait, exactly what? right. And unfortunately,
1: right. that's just the way we've been raised. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's, right. You know, every story, once upon a time, it starts yeah. and then yeah. it, everybody lives happily ever after. Yeah. So, in my ever after, I, I was mad. Mm-hmm. Um, over the next course of weeks and months, Dwight would not quit lying. He continued the lie because mm-hmm. now it was just part of everything. And then he was. He didn't want to tell me everything. So, I mean, it was just lie, lie, lie. And I just learned to very much dislike my husband mm-hmm. and did not trust him. There was nothing there for me to trust. Mm-hmm. He had just, To me, he had taken our future, my son and my future away from us. Mm-hmm. So we went into, I would go to the pastor. We were in a Methodist church, so I'd go to the pastor and they would talk, you know, the counseling that we could get from them. Mm-hmm. And eventually the two pastors, the main pastor and the associate, told me if you were to lie again basically had their permission to get a divorce mm-hmm. my mom at first we kept this for my parents because I didn't want I mean I was embarrassed
0: sure yeah and yeah. I didn't
1: want them to find out about it so eventually they had to find out about it and then when my mom and dad found out my mom's like I'll pay for the divorce wow so, so that's a huge um, thing yeah, yeah it was huge yeah. Yeah. it was huge and it was very disappointing how bad was it financially at that particular point it was thousands it was tens Mm -hmm. of thousands Mm -hmm. I can't tell you exactly what the Mm -hmm. dollar figure was Mm -hmm. but I mean basically we were robbing Paul to pay Peter or whatever that little saying is uh, I mean we just did not have any money Mm -hmm. and of once he supposedly stopped mm-hmm. then we were both with our jobs we were able to decide i had gone back to work mm-hmm. we were able to start building up financially and so mm-hmm. forth but i mean it was a it was a struggle yeah. i did not see yeah. at that point any light at the end of that tunnel mm.
0: and were y'all believers at this point were you and
1: i grew up in church and was mm-hmm. baptized at a young age when we First started dating, and Dwight was raised Catholic. I'd ask right. him about, it, you know, are do you have a relationship with the Lord? Mm-hmm. He would tell me that, well, that's his relationship. Mm-hmm. It was his relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I was in love. Didn't really think that much about it. I should have asked a lot more questions. Mm. But no, he was not saved. He, being in the Catholic Church, he had just gone through all the rituals and he didn't understand everything. Yeah, he didn't have a relationship with the Lord. Mm.
0: And so y'all are struggling. But then he, at that point, he said, "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to quit. You go back to work." He's like, "Okay." We're going to do... Fin- financially, we're going to be better.
1: Right. I'm not going to do anything. Then what happens? Well, we did that, as you said. But I did tell him if you ever do this again, I'll divorce you. Mm. Cause, and I was very serious about it because I... I I don't want to say I hated him, but I disliked him very strongly. Mm-hmm. There was no love. I had to build that back, and I hate, he had to earn my trust back. Mm-hmm. And so over the next years, he did. I mean, we, mm-hmm. I, I f- was back in love with him. It, I, if you looked at our family, you would have said everything was normal. Mm-hmm. I would have told you everything was normal at that point. Mm-hmm. Dwight had... Uh, earned my trust back and Mm -hmm. so forth. And then 10 years later, and I was working with the company, and I was in HR, and my HR, um, well, my payroll manager was on vacation. And so she had given me access to her um, phone to get her voicemail. And I had Mm -hmm. gone in and checked her voicemail, and a gentleman was trying to verify employment on me so I didn't understand that and I Mm. called him and I said look you're trying to verify employment on me can you explain why you're doing this Mm. and he said yeah your husband's trying to refinance your home Mm. I said that's not going to happen I don't know what he's told you so but we're done with Mm -hmm. you whatever's Mm -hmm. going on so I went home that night and I asked Dwight what was going on and he he didn't want to say anything at first and then he was like well you know what's going on and Ran, I was clueless. I had no mm. idea. My mind did not go back to the gambling. Really? Because he had earned my trust. Yeah. But that was yeah. the farthest thing. I said, wow. I don't know. Right. I don't have a clue what's wow. going on. And finally he said, I'm gambling. It's the compulsive gambling thing. So I was not very nice. Mm. Said a lot of things. Um, Jared, I'd already sent him outside on the trampoline to play. because I knew mm. whatever was going to go on was, mm-hmm. you know, there was a confrontation. Yeah. So... The next day, I went and filed, a, filed for divorce, mm. and he went upstairs to live. We had a two-floor uh, two, two floor house, so he went upstairs. We kept it from Jared. And how old is Jared at this point? Jared's about 13, 12 to 13 okay. at this point. So now. he
0: could pick up on something, but y'all hit it we very well. We hit it well. very well,
1: and that's one of the things. That's good. I did not ever want to badmouth Dwight, mm. no matter what. Dwight was Jared's father, right? And That's I did so not want to come in between that relationship. So, mm. that was in May, and then of two thousand and one, and then in August, I said, "That's enough. You just need to move out." So he moved out. We we met with Dw- uh, with Jared took him to the country, what we call the country. That's where my mom and dad live, because that mm. was like Jared's safe zone. He always mm. loved to go there and mm. play on tractors and things like that. So we told him, and he took it pretty well. Mm. And I was open to visitation. There was, I didn't want to keep Jared from Dwight. Mm. So Dwight would come home to, or come to the house on the weekends to get Jared. And every weekend, when he would say, can we please get back together? And I would mm. tell him, no, you're a bomb waiting to explode again, and I'm not going to hang out for that. Mm. You've thrown your family away. You gambled whether do I want my family or do I want to gamble each time you placed a bet. Mm. And I said, you lost. Mm. Unfortunately, we're paying the consequences for it. So, but every weekend he would do that, and then one weekend he quit asking if we could get back together. And of course, he he wanted to go to counseling. I'm like, you're the one with the problem, mm-hmm. not me. You're the mm-hmm. one that needs to be in counseling. Mm-hmm. And he was. He was he was seeing a counselor, but he wanted to go to marriage counseling. I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. this is it. Yeah. So. And how? What are your emotions going through this? I mean, you're telling Jared and. You know, you're doing the thing that you never wanted to do with Jared is to let him know
1: what was going on. And now you had to let him know what was going on. We told Jared just what he needed to know. Mm -hmm. We didn't give him all the details. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Laura Lessinger a long time ago, I remember listening to her radio station. Mm -hmm. And one of her, her things was, you only give a child the answer that will satisfy them. Mm. You don't have to tell them everything. That's so, good. And that's what we did. We just that's gave good. it to them in, bi- in bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did and, you say? Do you remember? I really don't remember except, you know, word for word, just the fact that his dad, had, you know, he was gambling. Mm-hmm. And so gave him just enough of that. Yeah. That yeah. satisfied him. Okay, so you're finding all this
0: out, and you're, I mean, you file for divorce. Mm-hmm. So papers have, how long does that process take usually?
1: Well... You have to go through a parent, a parenting thing, and I'm not sure of all the names of it. But the two of you have to get together and figure out how you're going to manage your children. Mm-hmm. You know who's going to get the holidays, who's going to get visitation, and all that kind of stuff. So we had done all that. Dwight, throughout the process, he ended up signing the divorce papers, brought them over mm-hmm. to the house. So really, at the end, all I had to do was sign them and drop them off at my attorney's. Mm-hmm. And what stopped you from signing them? God. Hmm. God did. One of the things we, Jared and I, it was one of our weekends together, and so we didn't have really anything to do. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let's go to the flea market. It was a big flea market here in Memphis, downtown, or in Midtown. And that's one of the things, though, that I had never done before, really, was just crave to go to a flea market. When Mm -hmm. Dwight and I first got married, we went just to kind of get things for the house. But that was years, you know, years, and we had not gone. Mm -hmm. So Jared and I went to the flea market, and about halfway through, I looked up and I saw Dwight walking in the opposite direction, coming towards me. And he was holding hands with another woman. And so mm-hmm. I just went right up to her. And I mean, I really didn't think about what I was doing. I just walked right up to her and mm-hmm. I shook her hand and I said, Hi, I'm Tracy Grayson. I'm his wife. Mm-hmm. And then I walked off. And just tears were flowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I couldn't walk fast enough to get out of that place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was just, I was bawling. And Jared mm-hmm. We got to the front of the, the building that the flea market was held in, and there were stairs. And so I just got on one of the steps, and I got on one of the steps, and I just that's as far as I could go. And so mm-hmm. I was just bawling, and Jared's like, Mommy, it's going to be okay. It'll be mm-hmm. okay. And that was just God getting my attention ran. Mm-hmm. That's
0: all that was. And at that point, y'all, he had signed for divorce, but you had not signed. Correct. So he was, at that point, just waiting mm-hmm. on you to, to sign him. Mm. Correct. And that's interesting how you're saying that God got your attention. Mm-hmm. And all the time leading up, you were saying, get Dwight's attention. Correct. So what so, had, what yeah. changed
1: it for yeah. you? So I had been very prideful, and I was the victim. I mean, how could Dwight do this mm-hmm. to myself? Mm-hmm. How could he do this to Jared? Mm-hmm. I, I just never understood that. So now it was God getting my attention. And over the next couple weeks, I would learn that from the Holy Spirit that I was not being the Christian wife that God had wanted me to be. Mm. I was being very prideful. I I mean, I completely shut down. Mm. I didn't want to hear anything Dwight had to say. Mm. And Ren, it wasn't just me. I had a child. You know, Mm. all of this, Mm. Dwight's actions, whatever my actions were going to be, they were going to affect this boy. Mm. in his future. Mm, true. And I just wasn't looking at, you know, remember those vows that you take, mm. you know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer. And I had not, I mean, I just, I had conformed to the world and forgotten mm. all about my vows mm. and did not want to work it out.
0: Well, but, and like you said, as the world, I mean, people are saying, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you you fight for your son and you say, no, I'm not going to, uh, you know, it's about me. I am the victim. But in a spiritual sense, God's called us to do something else in marriage. Exactly. And so, flea market, you go down, you go home that day, and then what
1: happens? Well, Dwight and I ended up, we, we talked to one another, and this woman, she was older, by the way. Mm-hmm. She smoked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't know what he saw in her. <laughs> I do not know her name. I called her mm-hmm. Susie Q. And to yeah. this day, I call her Susie Q. <laughs> so one of mm-hmm. the things is, though, Ren, I never blamed him for her mm-hmm. because God revealed to me in this whole thing that that was my fault. Mm. because he kept coming Dwight kept coming and asking what can we do to make this marriage mm. work what, and I just kept pushing him away, and gotcha. pushing him away. Gotcha. I'm not saying what Dwight did was right, right. it was not Correct. we were still yes. married but, but that's that was my my piece of the puzzle mm. and I was not being obedient to God mm. I was not being the wife that I should have been mm. to Dwight even mm. though He had put us in a situation. I should have been working with Him. I should have been remembering my vows, and I should have been in the Scripture. Mm. And I was not at this Mm. point. Mm. So that seeing Him, did it change, like,
0: immediately for you?
1: I don't know that it changed immediately for me. But, you know, you always—for people who think that, oh, I can get married, you know, get married, get a divorce, and— Mm, just move on. Move on. It's mm-hmm. not that way. Mm-hmm. Just, for example, myself, when I saw him holding hands with another woman, I mm. mean, that was just, mm. that floored me. Mm. I hated him, Ryan mm-hmm. I hated him with every part of my being. Mm-hmm. But God used this moment. I always call it the kick in the gut because mm-hmm. that's what it took for him to knock, for God to knock me to my knees and to really get to the lowest point. So mm-hmm. maybe I would start working on me and my pride. Now I'm mm. still prideful. Please don't get me wrong. Y'all <laughs> are. But,
0: it but just, that moment.
1: That was the it. moment. That was the moment that I need to be obedient to God mm-hmm. and I need to work on my marriage. Mm. That know? it was worth saving. Mm-hmm. If it was worth saving. If it
0: was worth okay. saving. Yeah. What, um, so did he call you? Did he come back and start pursuing you? Or no. did you go to him?
1: No. Uh, well, we spoke and... I just referred to her as Susie Q. And Mm -hmm. if that's what you want, then you can have Susie Q. But that was the hurt me. Mm -hmm. I didn't want him to know my emotions. Mm -hmm. And so I started coming to to a care course or class that was separated but not severed. Mm -hmm. And over the course of the next weeks, I would talk to Dwight. And he came to a couple of them and Mm -hmm. so forth. But he was at that point in his life in the situation that he didn't want to work things out now. Mm-hmm. So now we were mm-hmm. a complete opposite. Wow. But God still was working on me. And I remember sitting in the worship center and I was on one of the front rows. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what section, but it's kind of on the left. And it was just like the Holy Spirit though came down on me. And mm-hmm. all I could do through the whole sermon was cry. I can't tell you what was said in the mm-hmm. sermon. I can't do anything of that. But I just... I just bawled mm. throughout the sermon. I can tell you exactly what I had on. You know, I was one <laughs> can always tell you what we were wearing. Yes. I can tell you what I was wearing. Oh, wow. So as soon as the service was over, I bolted out. I went to Dwight's apartment. Of course, he had Jared. Okay. And I just hugged him, and I told him I was so sorry mm. um, for not being the, the wife that I was supposed to be, the Christian wife. Mm. And so we just, a little bit, here mm. and there, we started pulling it back together. And at that point, did you... Um, Were you worried
0: that y'all weren't gonna be able to patch it up after all of that? No. Or you were just mm-hmm. you were
1: just gonna fight no matter what. I, I wasn't gonna fight, but I was gonna be that obedient
0: mm-hmm. wife. That
1: mm-hmm. um, not wife, but that the obedient Christian. I was gonna do mm-hmm. what God had me to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if the marriage didn't get back together, I still was at that point. I didn't love him.
0: Mm-hmm. You know.
1: He had, he had still, I, I wasn't going to forget what he had done. I was just going to try to be, walk that obedient step. Mm. And so how did God redeem your marriage? Well, we got back together, mm. and we did uh, end up going to marriage counseling, and that was a huge help. I remember Ren, the marriage counselor in one of the sessions, she said, you know, you need to learn to trust him. Go with your guts. I was like, you know, my gut has messed me up so much right now. And I, obviously I have problems knowing uh, when to trust somebody. Yeah. And she said, that's going to be on Dwight. He's going to have to earn your trust back. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to, when you ask him questions, what are you doing? He cannot be Defensive. At you when you ask those questions, he's just going to have to say, this is what I'm doing. Mm. You're going to have to ask him, are you gambling? And he's going to have to understand that's a question that you're going to ask and he's going to have to answer that.
0: Mm -hmm. Honestly. Honestly, Mm -hmm. yes.
1: So one of the things, she said, you're just going to have to draw a line in the sand, you know, a line in the sand Mm -hmm. as far as, and then go forward, move forward and trust him. Don't look back. Mm -hmm. And when she said that, I thought about Jesus in the sand, you know, and Pharisees brought the woman that had, been in an adulterous situation, and ye who's got Mm -hmm. without sin cast the first stone. Of course, no one was able to. So that was the picture, for me, of redemption for our marriage, Mm -hmm. where we needed to go going forward. Mm -hmm. And so I can't say it was the easiest thing. It was the hardest thing. Because once again, I had no love for this man. Mm -hmm. I had contempt for him. But I had forgiven him, and we just had to move forward, mm-hmm. and we did. And you did. So how
0: long from that. that moment at the flea market until you got back together? How how long was that?
1: Um, probably months. We mm-hmm. moved back together, but... We weren't together, right. You know, we were right? just We were working on still it. Working on we it. Right. Still working right. on it. We were still working on it. Right.
0: And you never did sign the papers, and no, what'd you do did. with them? You ripped them up.
1: I do have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. They're gone.
0: That's the main gone. thing. Yeah. And one
1: of the things that when we were getting back together, or there was a possibility that we might, mm-hmm. I wrote uh, wrote down a list of things that I wanted from a husband, mm. and I gave that to Dwight. I said, if you think you can meet this mm. these expectations, then we'll get back together, or we can. Work on it. Mm, so that's good. he brought that up in one of our counseling sessions mm-hmm. that I had this long laundry yeah. list. It was. It, oh, was, it was not <laughs> just, it was. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just a couple bullet points. Okay, okay. And one, I wanted him to be a spiritual leader. I wanted mm-hmm. to go to a church. I wanted him to be involved in it. I mean, just just everything. It, yeah, it anything. Was long. And everything. It was yeah. a two-page legal sheet. Wow. It was long, I should say one and a half. So he kept it. Wow. And the counselor said, "Well, next session, I want you to bring it okay. so I can look at it." And so she did. He did, and she looked at it, and she told him, "She's not asked for one thing here that's not healthy for your marriage." Hmm. And I thought. <laughs> yes, she's on my side. Woo-hoo. Well, she was neutral, but yeah, at that point, uh-huh. I thought, yes, thought, I got you know, this. Uh-huh. She's she's she uh-huh. sees what I see. Right. So uh, we we worked on it. We visited churches around town, and we just got plugged in. We got plugged into a life group. Back mm. then, they were Sunday school group, Sunday right. school classes, <laughs> and we actually joined that before we joined a church. Mm. And during the course of this, my mother found out she had cancer, mm. and. Um, That's when I fell back in love with him. Mm. Um, It's a little touchy subject, Mm. but um, my mother, towards her last days, she she hurt really bad, Mm. and my father and my brother, and even myself, we would try to pick mom up to Mm. help her go to the bathroom, and she had had a hip replacement, so it was very sensitive Mm. down there, and we were always hurting her. But I was sitting in a chair in her room, and I watched Dwight pick my mother up and take her to the bathroom. And that was my image of Jesus, how mm. he carries us through our trials. Mm. And that's when I fell back in love with him. Mm. So.
0: Wow. And seeing that picture of him do that. It reminds me of the movie Fireproof. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where he goes and purchases um, medical equipment for his wife's Absolutely. Um, mom, I think, or dad, but family. So. Yeah.
1: Um, but that was 2003. Wow! So this mm. initially happened. The second go around was of gambling was I caught him in May of two thousand and one. Mm. So now we're in two thousand and three. Mm. So it took that long for me yeah. to fall back in love. Yeah,
0: with him. wow! But I just am so proud of you for your boldness for one, and also for just you getting into it and and not letting go. You mm-hmm. know, and really obeying the Lord. But yeah. how? God bless your obedience, and then. Well, brought, I wish
1: I could take credit for
0: everything, mm, but it is God because yeah. I was
1: not obedient. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we don't want somebody to hurt us. Right. We sure don't want somebody to hurt our children. Mm. And as I mentioned before, you know, the world tells us, you know, we conform, conform to the world, and they're like, just start over, you know, just get a divorce. Mm-hmm. If, and I remember saying, if I ever found my husband with another woman, I would leave him in a mm-hmm. heartbeat. You know, I mean, you always say those things, mm-hmm. but you never know what you're going to do until you walk in those mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. And if you walk in those shoes with the Lord,
0: mm-hmm. it,
1: it can be different. And it can be very rewarding because... He became a Christian. He was saved. My Mm. mom got to see the video of him and my son getting baptized before she passed away. And then Mm. um, he became a deacon. Mm. And he became involved, actually became involved in missions first. And Mm. he's he's on fire for the Lord in missions. He's gone Mm. all over the world. And I tell people that if I had not listened to the Lord, Mm. I never would have seen this husband that God wanted, and God had for me all along, mm. um, because through the course of everything Ryan Dwight talked about that he had contemplated suicide, mm. and, you know, if I'd gone through everything, I don't know how the story would have ended, and mm. Dwight to this day will tell you, probably he probably would have been dead,
0: mm.
1: or, you know, in jail somewhere, mm. so, mm. and what sort of picture would that have been of a father for my son?
0: Mm. I'm just thinking of just the redemption in your story. Mm-hmm. And what was the greatest thing that you learned through Scripture or or some something that you just held on to?
1: I would love to say I had one particular Bible verse, but mm-hmm. I walked it day by day with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just... Lean on him. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. he, I didn't understand a thing. Mm. I didn't know what God's plan was for me in this. You know, the mm. Bible just is. To lean on me. You know, mm. trust in me. Mm. You know, because we can't understand His ways. Mm. He has plans for us that we have no idea what those plans are for. His mm. plans are for good, mm. not for evil. Evil comes into our lives because mm. we're all not perfect people. Um, but He took what the devil meant for bad, Mm. and he made a beautiful picture of it. We're not perfect. We still have our tiffs, but I would choose them all over again. Mm. Mm. I would choose them all over again. Why? The man I'm married to now is definitely not the man that he was. And I heard somebody say, well, they've been married to... Um, a different or five different men Mm -hmm. and you're like what do you mean you've been married to five different Mm -hmm. men I thought you were just married to one Mm -hmm. but through your marriage your man changes Mm
0: -hmm. your
1: wife changes
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know we're not the same ones we were when we got married we've matured Mm -hmm. maybe we've made some mistakes sure but he is he is the spiritual leader in our home And as I mentioned, he's been on mission trips. He had me go on mission trips. And I never thought I would ever leave Mm. the United States. (laughs) Ever. So I've been to India, to China, to... Guatemala I've been all over Mm -hmm. with him and that's, that's been a journey that I will treasure for the rest of my life
0: okay so what would you say to a woman who just found out maybe she's been married less than five years maybe it's been more than five years maybe it's been 20 years and she just found out that her husband is cheating or has an addiction or has been hiding something what would you say to her
1: well, she's going to need to go back and remember those feelings of love, why she did marry him in the first place, because she's going to have to draw on that strength. But be on your knees to the Lord in prayer, because if your husband does not have a changed heart to whatever he's done, it does not matter what you do, If that problem's still going to be there, and your marriage might not make it through there. In my case, Dwight had a changed heart. Mm-hmm. He want, he did not want to gamble anymore. You th- everybody needs to understand it you can get over the hurdles. I, I cannot stress enough how much I hated Dwight. Mm-hmm. There was no love in my heart for him. I completely hated him. But yet, through God's redemption, through God's love for both of us, I overcame that. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, this all started out in 2001. It wasn't till 2003 that I truly loved him. Mm-hmm. I fell back in love with him. But still, over the course of this time... I'm building, he's building up his trust or, you know, he's earning his trust back. Well, and I can see how if, you know, if he saw the
0: change in your heart and how God was doing a great work in your heart, how that could totally influence
1: him. Absolutely. So
0: I think that's encouraging for women today to get on your knees and and, and plead
1: for your marriage. Be in prayer and understand that. It's not going to happen overnight, chances are. Mm-hmm. Our feelings, it, it takes a while for our feelings to develop and so forth, and that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be instantaneous, like, we, or instantaneous, because we're an instantaneous society, mm-hmm. and we want stuff now, and that's not how it's going to work.
0: Mm-hmm. What would you say also on how to, if there are children involved? I feel like y'all did a very good job of that. I felt like y'all were really protecting Jared from that. So what would you say that was the best thing that you did in that area?
1: Well, to me, the best thing is I did not berate Dwight. I did mm. not belittle Dwight in front mm. of, um, Jared. Yes, I did call Dwight names <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't good names. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Well,
0: you stuff. were hurt and you're going to lash was, out in anger. I mean, I which one of us and that's wasn't just human we weren't nature. Them with the Lord. Yeah.
1: Right. That's just right. human nature that you're right. going to lash out. Mm-hmm. But Jared never saw that. He never saw that. And that mm-hmm. was the big thing. I wanted to protect him because mm-hmm. no matter what, he is the victim. If mm-hmm. we decided to get a divorce, he was the innocent bystander in that. So right. there was no point in him being collateral damage. He mm. was going to be it, but let's, let's soften as much of that mm. as we could. And so, you know, we just tried to be cognizant of that. And what would you say is,
0: um, what did your friends do around you? Or if were there friends around you that really rallied around you? Or were they saying, drop this guy?
1: No, I had one main friend that I confided in at that Mm. point in time and she was great. She was just very encouraging. She got me in plugged into the separated not severed the care class. Mm. So she she had been through a little stuff in her marriage and she was just she was Mm. the cherry on the top for me mm. so no good. I did not listen to the ne- you know I did not go to the people that were going to be negative about right. marriage. I didn't want to hear it yeah. I knew enough negative stuff I yeah. need somebody right. else adding on to it Right. and that's definitely not something I would encourage you know someone mm. to do is to go to the negative mm. you know people you need to stay in a group that's positive mm-hmm. a group that is Christian based and they're mm-hmm. strong Christians
0: because
1: mm-hmm. you can have Christians that are still going to be the naysayers mm-hmm those are the ones you want to stay away from you mm-hmm. want to stay. you want to stay in a group that's very strong very seated in the word mm-hmm. and wants what's best for you
0: mm. and that's hard to find but it's
1: immeasurable when you do find absolutely. it absolutely hmm. they're, Communities they're what you call sisters yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: well, thank you for sharing your story
1: well thank you Rin, for absolutely
0: okay so i'm gonna switch gears what do you do with friends that are that's fun? Since this is friends of a feather, is there something you do with friends oh. that you love?
1: Well, I just love spending time with them, whether it's over mm-hmm. you know it's just eating or over a cup of coffee, awesome. um, or just having them at your house. Yeah, that's I've good. I've got a sister here. She's not my sister, but God gave her as my mm-hmm. sister, and uh, we just love each other and. She's helped me come up with the colors for painting the house See, and so perfect, like that. Right, so, right. You know, just spending just, time. Yeah, just spending huge. quality time. Well, thank
0: you so much thank for coming you, on the Rae. podcast. Thank I'm thankful for your story and your obedience and, and what God has done. Thank you. Thank you. Goodness me, I love Tracy so much. She's the sweetest thing, and I'm just so grateful that she was able to sit down with me and share her and Dwight's story. So if you're having struggles in your marriage, I pray that this gives you encouragement and hope. And if you're not struggling, you might have someone around you that is. So sharing this episode with them might be a little encouragement that they need right now. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I love Insta stories, so I'll see you around there. Remember, we're all friends of a feather, so let's stick together, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friends.